Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, finding fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility, but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm super excited to end January 2022 with our final mini episode of the six steps you should be taking to increase your egg quality and make 2022 your year you get and stay pregnant. Super excited to dive into some things. Um, The course covers so much. It could be really overwhelming. And even if you feel like, oh, I've done it all, my bet is that if you find something in there that is kind of like a little light bulb and you're like, ah, oh, this might be my missing piece. I know when I work with my one-to-one clients, um, they are highly educated. It's almost a little bit intimidating Um, But yet we are still able to dig a little bit deeper and figure out small but super important things that they can do to maximize their chances. You know, I've talked about one of my clients that came through the formula and uh, she was already, you know, doing an AIP diet because she had some thyroid issues. So she thought she would take an adventure down that journey. Um, But when we started to dig really deep, it was literally her anxiety and her mental and emotional stress that was the big contributor to her thyroid overacting. And so with the combination of really lowering her inflammation through diet and some few toxin um, issues, you know, like your your shampoos and things like that. really readjusting her mental and emotional state was a big, big factor to really push herself to get pregnant naturally after failed IUIs. Um, So digging deep is super key. The, I feel like one of the most underrated things you can be doing for your fertility health is your sleep. Your sleep is like, one of the most important things that you can do for your body to, to help detox and and help to heal and recover um without like sleep is used as a form of torture so or lack of sleep therefore so when you're not just doing the basics for your body um because of various reasons um it could really add up especially if you're not doing the right steps before you get to sleep. So if you're having like, you know, inflammation 
overload during the day, then you get to the nighttime and you're like, I'm just going to veg out and I'm not going to go to bed till like 11, 12, one o'clock, but then you're up, you know, six, seven o'clock in the morning, or maybe a little bit earlier and you do it all over again. Your body literally has no time to recover. Um, and that is like a huge factor in reconnecting your fertility links is that recovery time, that healing time. So if you're able to really shift and make sleep a big priority in your life, and I mean big priority like um, screens done by nine and you like, could you know, read to like mood lighting in your room, you know, you don't want like bright, bright lights or you can get like the glasses to help you with all the fluorescent lights and the different things that those glasses help you with. I, I never personally used them. Um, I know they do work wonders for people. So let's say you just have a time zone schedule issue and you really can't get to bed or you can't turn off your screens or your lights or your TVs or your monitors, or say you work till a certain time getting those glasses, which they do some really cool ones now, and they are linked within the formula. Um, yeah, they can definitely, definitely help you. Like there's so many cool biohacking things you can get out now. So if let's say you can't be perfect, um, there are things that can help support, you know, areas that you just can't do yourself. But if you make rest time and downtime a priority, um, I don't know what the scientific background is, if there is any, but there's definitely a really good myth out there that between your time zone, 10 and 12 p.m. are like these golden hours. And if you can really be asleep um, through that time, it's like two, uh, four hours worth of sleep. I know for me personally, I can feel the difference um, whether or not I get those two hours in. So if I go to bed um, after, I would say after 11 and definitely after 12 the next day, sometimes I feel like I've been out on the streets partying like I used to. Um, so I know I definitely saw, a, I saw and I still see a really big benefit, um, but through through the for formula, like you just start to learn how important your it is to sleep and what functions your body is actually doing while you're sleeping to help improve your fertility. So it is one of maybe a really hard thing. I know for most of my clients coming through it, they're like, well, I get to bed at nine uh, <laughs> like, and not be on my phone or watching TV. It's like, yes, you know, even try to do that like four nights a week, right? We don't need to be perfect, but really just start committing to yourself. Um, start setting up routines that help you commit to that and help you unwind and relax. And the same thing, um, moving through your morning as well, like really trying to step away from this wake up, get dressed, slam breakfast down, maybe even as you're going out the door or while you're commuting and like straight into like the hustle bustle of your day. I know if you're dealing with secondary infertility, this is one of the harder things because kids just come in like a cannonball. Um, but really trying to set up, you know, boundaries and barriers um, for your mental well-being in the morning is super important. 
one of the tricks that I started doing um, is especially really good for people who like have to wake up super early um, to get to work or have um, children is when you kind of wake up naturally or if you don't wake up naturally at all, set a light, you know, an alarm and you pop in your meditation. So put in your earphones and do a meditation while you get that last like 45 minutes of sleep. Um, your subconscious mind is so powerful. It's always taking in things. So if you have, um, it's got to be spoken word. Um, I mean, the music is nice and relaxing and stuff, but I think if it's more powerful with the spoken word. So if you can find a meditation, there's always links within the formula of great things that I have personally used to help with this. Or if you're using Circle and Bloom, pop that in and get that like meditation spoken word time in um, is a real good trick if you have a crazy busy life before your day gets started anyways. Um, this is another important factor when you're um, cooking yourself breakfast too and why I started the graded breakfast revolution over on Instagram is taking that 15 minutes to cook yourself a breakfast really helps you to slow down and finding that extra time in the morning is super important. So when we're talking about sleep and the rest and recovery, it's all, it can really flow really nicely into a nighttime routine, a good, good quality sleep, and then into a nice morning routine because sometimes we're just not going to have the time to like catch our breath. And we are going to have, let's say a high inflammation day, you know, whatever those stressors come from your diet, your lifestyle, your work, um, you know, really setting yourself up for that rest and recovery and that repair and night can really be beneficial to you guys. Um, we start diving into really core areas of places I not just I, but functional fertility are really highlighting that are some root causes of fertility issues. So that is obviously your gut is one of them. I think it is the number one thing. Um, your thyroid, your adrenals, your liver function. And we really dive into like nitty gritty stuff. The good thing is, is that everything you learn through the formula is um, going to gear you up to support these anyways but let's say you do have like a gut issue it really helps you dive into specific areas or what to look out for and things that you can do to really support yourself even more and that goes with like the thyroid the adrenals and the liver as well and then we start talking about boosting your fertility so um I'm not a huge fan in superfoods and I definitely think supplementation is there to support you. Um, is those like foods and supplements I do not feel should be used as like a quick fix. It just doesn't work that way. So when we take away the inflammatory issues as much as we possibly can, then we want to start introducing things that are going to help boost that growth, boost that healing, boost our cellular health. And we really get into the different foods that you can use and the different supplementation that you can use. Now within the supplementation, we break it down into if you are dealing with gut issues 
or you're not dealing with gut issues, not everyone needs to go on a huge regime of like gut healing things. That's just not needed for everyone. And then we talk about when you shouldn't be using these supplements, um, because that's really key too. You know, I think for a lot of us in the fertility space, like when we're going through this, we're just popping everything. And I know I had a really bad experience with supplements um, that actually made my cycle, my cycle go wonky. Like that was the only thing going for me in my fertility journey is that I had regular cycles. And then all of a sudden I listened to some advice from an iridologist and I just started popping pills that definitely were not meant for me. And yeah, so it's really important to know what you're taking, have high quality ingredients and making sure that we're just not popping it because it might be the one for us. And I know how that feels. I know that, you know, feeling of all that, but um, it's really important to just focus in on the right things for you. And then after this, it's troubleshooting. It's like, okay, 10 weeks is a pretty good amount of time to see healing progress. It's a good amount of time to um, know how your diet is treating you. And so we really want to start investigating um, kind of the like less known issues or like the hidden things that can be happening and dive into those if that's something that you need or even want to explore. Um, I know for me, um, you know, going paleo for like a year between my two IVF cycles, I saw major dramatic positive changes but I still wasn't getting pregnant. And even with the assistance of IVF, um, yes, I saw like an amazing improvement with my embryo quality from through both IVFs, like between them. Um, But it was still really like soul crushing to be doing all this work and feeling like you're giving it everything and you're still not even close, like not even a whisper of you know a successful pregnancy and so it's really important to um start troubleshooting those issues um so let's just say you went on an elimination diet you saw great improvements um but yet there's still some like niggly things now you have the choice you can give it some more time because with time you know things heal and repair and grow or you can get real and honest with yourself and go, okay, do I need to dig a little bit deeper? Like I still have some stomach issues. I've been on this clean eating lifestyle for five to six weeks. There's something I'm eating or there's something that I'm doing that is still not working. So we really want to get down to that and figure that out as soon as possible um, and really just accelerate your healing and your growth. You know, I've talked a lot about not being perfect. And that's not what this is about. But there is a time and place for perfection. And I'm talking about perfection in the sense of like, just staying as committed as possible to what you said you're going to do. And I say this because it does give you time back. You know, you want to think of your healing journey inside 
the same as an exterior womb. Like if you um, have an open sore on your arm, the less you pick at it, the more you nutri- you know, give it nutrients and give it exactly what it needs, the, the quicker it's going to heal and repair itself. And, you know, sometimes you'll never even know it was there. Um, this is what we're doing in the insides. And so if this whole like 80-20 mentality is great um, and useful at times. But I always say to people, it's kind of like, for me, it was years. I've been on this journey for years. Like, I'm done. Like, I need to commit to these. I would always do three months before any um, medical treatment um, just to give myself that ultimate time to heal and to, like, when I walked away from every treatment, it was kind of like, okay, I know that I did the best that I could. And yes, there was like tweaks that I needed to make, but that was because I wasn't working with like a health coach that knew fertility and knew the next steps I needed to take or where to look. And this is what the formula is all about. It's helping you look at places you would never look before and really getting that insight into your body and then doing the best you can. So you just accelerate that healing and that growth. Um, You know, we're talking three months too, because that's the minimum amount of time for your egg quality. Um, I can't, you know, I I wish I had a magic ball, you know, everything else could heal a lot quicker, but your egg quality, it takes three months for an egg to mature. That's what the science says right now. So we are going with it. So when you are doing all the holistic stuff, I always say to my clients, I know it's really hard. I know circumstances might not allow it from time to time, but if you can give yourself that time um, before doing any medical treatment, three months, I definitely advise up to six months, um, you can potentially save yourself a lot of time, heartache and money. Um, So getting down to all the little areas that, a lot of definitely a lot of fertility doctors aren't talking about and coming in coming in with a functional fertility approach after you've done you know the the six steps that we've talked about and really gotten into your routine and being able to then feel like you can take on more if you try to take on all of this you know I know sometimes you're like 10 weeks geez that's so long it's like yeah but if you try to do it all at once it will be so overwhelming And you might have even already experienced this in your journey that you've tried to do too much at one time and it just didn't happen because it was so overwhelming. So that is what we do. And I hope that these episodes have given you some really good insight on, you know, what we promote here at Finding Fertility and the steps to really look into, dive into, find what's right for you, what works for you dig a little bit deeper, find those areas that, you know, aren't really talked about and be really honest with yourself, but honest and open that there are um, things that you can improve on that you have control over and gain the awareness. This is like such a key thing of have the awareness of all the things that you have 
power over, that you can control, that you can make decisions over, that you um, can change the course of your whole life. And always keep in your heart that, you know, the, the ultimate goal is to have a baby. But if you really put your heart and soul into taking these six steps that you'll see you become a better person, you become the mama bear that you never even knew existed. And I think that's so incredibly important right now, because our, you know, our world is just shifting into a new direction. And we really need conscious mothers to be raising conscious little human beings to, you know, have a better planet and a better universe. So I hope that really helps. That's like the ultimate goal, right? And we talk about epigenetics. There's a um, a bonus um, little course, little thing. <laughs> Sorry, just lost my train of thought. A little bonus in there about epigenetics. And epigenetics is what um, really helped me commit to what I needed to do because I knew the things that I was doing um, whether they were right or they were wrong, um, could potentially have a big impact. And, you know, it's the kind of the same thing as, uh, you are where you eat. Um, I believe if you have a Snickers bar once a month, you are not a Snickers bar. If you have a Snickers bar every day, you are that motherfucking Snickers bar. <laughs> let's just, let's just call it what it is. So if, you the big grand scheme of like what you're doing on a consistent basis is who you are and this will trickle down or or can trickle down to um your babies because your babies are inside of you and they're growing with you you know we talk about your cells and your cellular health and how everything you do is either nourishing those cells or taking it away and when you're growing a life inside of you it's you know they're along the ride they're doing it with you so we want to be consistently um, doing the right things for us with the every once in a while occasional Snickers bar. <laughs> All right, beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining me this month. I had a really good time talking about all these topics. Um, we are going to move into a few months of amazing guests. So I'm super, super excited for that. And I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next week on another episode of Finding Fertility. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.